Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. We're asking on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed, call in line, 888-ESPN-79-3776, which team will exceed expectations in the second half of the season. So, the Cowboys lost their second game of the season, a bad performance against a team they were expected to beat handily. They were at home. The Broncos haven't been great this year. And they were basically blank. Look, it was 30 nothing deep into the fourth quarter when when they kept Dak in at garbage time and wound up scoring 16 points, so it ended 30-16. But Jerry Jones talked about what went wrong versus Denver on 105.3, the fan in Dallas. Listen. I do believe that uh, we let the momentum get away from us. It uh, reflected in our uh, body language. You can talk about all the talent you want to, uh, and that's that's important, but at the end of the day, it's a very physical game. And when you don't concentrate on just the physicalness, man on man, win my battle, when you don't do that, uh, you can get uh, half what happened to you the other day. Was this the wake-up call that the Dallas Cowboys needed, Key? Was this a wake-up call that they needed against the Broncos? Yeah, they needed to be shook a little bit, I think, but they didn't want it to happen this way. They wasn't anticipating to happen this way. They figured, oh, you walk in, and sometimes you get complacent. It's probably the word that I'm looking for in this situation because you have now, they ran off six Six straight, right? Six straight, right? Was it six yeah, or seven? Well, I mean, hold on. When did they lose to the Bucs? First that, week. That was, yeah, so it was six straight. Six straight. So you run off six straight, you start to feel good. You feel comfortable. Everything is good. You don't have Dak Prescott. You go to Minnesota. Cooper Rush goes and takes care of business. In so you're like, oh, we got a really good team. They just wholesaled away. Their best player in Von Miller, they're tanking it. And then all of a sudden you go, holy damn, we're down 30 to nothing. That's what happens. They also let me, yeah. let me ask you a question. So listen to that Jerry Jones sound. He said, hey, this is what we were preparing. We knew what they were going to do. They just did it really well. Does that make you question coaching to a degree a little bit? Yeah, like there was the I, whole I, thing I about that. No, I you're right. That. I'm like, well. Vic Fangio, uh, look, Fangio's defense is widely imitated. Anyway, it's a copycat league. And he and McCarthy were going back and forth yesterday about, well, this is the blueprint to beat the Cowboys, right? But what is that blueprint that you hope that they get complacent, that you've, you're physical with them up front, and you have a speedy secondary that can well, cover their receivers? I, I, mean, you know. I know yeah, what it's... you're getting ready to say. Doesn't mean that I can stop you from saying it. Yeah. That's, that they, uh, it's the same thing. with the, I know what Denver's going to do. We, got, yeah. we know what they're doing. They're not mm-hmm. going to change. So when we don't prepare at the maximum level in which we should, they do it better than what we prepare for, so therefore they take advantage of the holes that we left. But and that can, is what Jerry is saying. Key, can, I, I, can, go ahead, Jay. I was just going to say, like, you know, like losing games is one thing. And I, I get that stuff happens. It doesn't click. It was 30 to nothing, though. Yeah. Like, that's a – and I, I, games happen. Teams get blown out. That's a, that's a big loss. Yeah, that's what I'm going to ask, Key. Is there something that Denver was doing that can be replicated by other teams they face? That other teams, no, the Dallas they have, faces. They don't have the same players that will be in the same spots, in the same positions. And you probably say to me, what do you mean by that? Well, what I mean by it is the Tennessee Titans can do exactly what they did to the uh, Cowboys, to the uh, Rams. Oh. Right. But they can't do that to the Indianapolis Colts. Different kind of game. Well, different kind of game. 
or the Rams can do what they did to the Detroit Lions, but they couldn't do that to the Arizona Cardinals because it's a different situation. Didn't Mike Tannenbaum say, though, because they're playing small ball, those two smaller defenders, like they were able to go two tight ends and pound the ball? But that's what I'm saying. The physicality of it. Because you can't do the same thing. I don't have – it's like basketball. I got – Due to two J, I got two J wheels and I got two Keyshawns. Well, the two J wheels is going to take advantage of the two Keyshawns, but the two Keyshawns might be able to play against the the two Kevin Durant's because of the, the length. The, the two Maxes. In this case, the two Maxes. Keyshawn will be able yeah. to play against the two Maxes. Let's put it that way. Or the two Maxes. There <laughs> yeah. you go. I didn't want to throw you in there. I wanted, okay. to, I wanted to use some basketball so an, actual an athlete, players. An actual athlete. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not some bowling yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bowl. I can't bowl. It makes you think I can bowl. So, yeah. Bowling's hard, boys. Listen, I, I, I understand what you They're mean, Keith, but also, I, I, of course, by the way, Almost every team that ever was, even the really good ones, is going to lose three, four games. Yeah. Well, and, you know, you Broncos lose. aren't terrible. How, it's how you yeah, lose. yeah, they got smashed. But I, I wonder if there isn't, even if other teams won't be Torrance able to Smith, take the their same. Their left tackle wasn't even playing. So if another team can't take the same advantage that the Broncos did, were there things like Jay brought up that can have some degree of success against the Cowboys yes. that will be imitated now? Yes. They'll, they'll, there are certain things that they'll be able to do from a scouting standpoint an advanced scout is there at the games, or maybe two or three of them, and they got it on film. They'll be able to do certain things in certain situations on down and distance and personnel groupings for sure, vice versa. I mean, it always happens that way. There's no question so about it. So now we find if out. I, but if I played the Broncos yeah. as a Dallas Cowboy and I played the Broncos five times, the Cowboys going to win at least three of those, mm-hmm. maybe four. They're a better team. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. But I, I wonder now if this is not a test because, like, look, Rex Ryan has been on this show and has said he thinks there's a chance Kellen Moore could be the head coach as early as next year because they don't want to let him out of the building. That means Mike McCarthy can't slip up too much with this talented roster. So w- isn't it fair to say now, guys, that if the league is adjusting to the Cowboys and coming up with certain things that have success, he now has to, like you said, he, he, he has to now make the adjustment back. The only thing I w- I'll push back on that comment, just for a slight degree, and you make sense, is that Jerry Jones talks about being in the room with Mike McCarthy saying, this is what our game plan was. Like, they were together in, in that aspect of preparing for the game. I don't know that Jerry was in there preparing. Well, well no, Jerry said, like, we, he communicated – with the coaching staff about what the game plan is. And he ain't going to fire well, himself. What they always do that, though. I mean, they just – they got to have the information just because that's what – he's a general manager and they just – there and doing it. I'm sure he's not in there telling him what to run. X no, and yeah, I didn't say that, yeah. No, I know. I'm just – he's – Jerry is being Jerry. In the end, the Denver Broncos prepared better than the Dallas Cowboys. And every game – every year you're going to get – a team or two, some of them come out on the winning end of the stinkers and some of them come on the losing end. And what I mean by that is the Green Bay Packers or the Arizona Cardinals, who's the top of the heat right now, they've got about eight games to go. They've got a stinker in them, Mm -hmm. but they may win that stinker on the 65-yard field goal. You know, and they may just look like garbage, but they may win the game. So there's always a game. Usually, always. I would say this for for almost any always. team. Always, there's a game that ugly. you should. There's a game that you should win always. that you lose, and there's a game you should lose that you win. Right. Always. And if you can squeak by the game that you should have kind of lost, that's how you get yeah. those crazy. You know, you good go, records. you go, man. They had four turnovers, two fumbles, and two interceptions. 
They only rushed for 65 yards and threw for 160, but they still won. So how big Mm -hmm. of a deal is the fact that they lost to the team that they should have won, but they lost when they're looking for the number one seed in the NFC this year, you have a whole bunch of teams packed tight and only one by. Well, because they got off to a good start, they put themselves some wins in the bag. Dallas. So they, yeah, da- a bunch of teams. So every now and then you can afford a loss, a stinker. They've already gave up their stinker. And they won with Cooper Rush and the week before Cooper a game Rush maybe they, they should have lost. lost. How yeah. much of a blessing was that for the Cowboys, right? Good. Yeah, imagine yes. that. By the way, now all of a sudden you look back and go, ooh, they could have three losses And the right great now. thing mm-hmm. about Arizona is Arizona, without their quarterback and stud players, went out to San Francisco and won. Yeah. They didn't lose that one, which they should have lost, much like Dallas should have lost to Minnesota. Yeah, and when you get a team that does and that. And then Green Bay stole theirs against Arizona. Arizona short week. And their short week. And then they dropped one against Kansas City that they dropped because Aaron Rodgers was dealing with his issues. It's, this has been a real, really interesting year. And by the way, let's, not, let's throw this on top of everything else. 17-week regular season, 17-game regular season for the first time in history. We've never seen this play out. Like, I'm quite sure when they went to 12 to 16, things felt a lot I was like different. Six years old, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And, but now going to 17, you know, yeah, the human body can only. 12 to 16? Yeah, right. When did, did it go, go right from 12 yeah, to 16? Yeah, we were probably not even born. I don't yet. remember 12. No, I don't remember 12. I remember it's been like 16 games. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't remember anything under yeah, 16. <laughs> but the, so it's been a long time since you add an extra regular season game. It's physical sport like this. How much can the body take? We're going to find out some new stuff this year later on as these teams yeah, are fighting Brady, for the number Tom one Tom Brady doesn't like that they added that either. He's not very happy that they added the 17th game. What is he complaining about? He's going to have 6,000 passing yards this year because of that game. <laughs> he says it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, by the way, I agree with him. It's, like Eventually, you'd think that there's a limit to the punishment a body can take. They'll be adding another at some point in time. No doubt. No doubt. And all they had to do was trade. They traded one preseason game for a regular season game. Yeah. For, so, for, well, preseason is garbage, any Preseason yeah. hasn't been the same since I've been playing. So, you should have had to trade at least two of those for a regular season game. Yeah, but that's mm-hmm. a ticket. You know, people that can't afford to go in the regular season yeah. can go to the preseason. Even though I believe the ticket prices are the same, it's just easier to get the tickets in the second market. The ticket prices are the same preseason? I think so. I've never bought a ticket for a preseason game. You probably never bought a ticket in general since yeah, you've no, been bought, running shows tickets. for the last 80 yeah, years. Yeah, well, that's true. It's been a while. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance, guests on the Goodyear Hotline. It's well, time for Real or Not Real. All right, James, what you got? Uh, yeah, I was waiting for uh, to be uh, not insulted by uh, our host here. Um, what are you who, talking who about? Who insulted you? What are you talking about? I just want to make saying, sure you were wearing a mask. Lies, 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 two lies. out of the three... Uh, it just looks like he has like Cheetos hanging off the end of his That's beard. Not, what? <laughs> the light, way light the, be- the light is hitting the beard, it, it does is, give a looks, slight Captain Caveman look it to looks it. Looks wonderful, it, in a, I'm uh, yeah. Hey, I'm good. James all from right. Montana. All right, anyway, enough. enough profile. Enough of this. Enough of this. Uh, all right, so we're gonna play real or not real Super Bowl contenders. Uh, first up, we were just talking about them, the Cowboys. Real or not real? I think they are real. I think they get back into things, stay healthy. Defense continues to gel. Uh, they're going to win the division. The division will set them up perfectly for a nice playoff home game, and then they can go from there. I'll say real. I think how that secondary continues to improve defensively. They can stop the run. We just had the conversation about did the Broncos give a blueprint to how to be more physical with the Cowboys that other teams will try to imitate? That defense will be the question of whether they can win it or not. Yeah, they're real, and all I can do now is hope that the, that the sky falls, that the, that the roof caves in, but they are real. 
Such a Giants fan. I love that, it. No doubt. <laughs> All right, up next, uh, the Packers. Real or not real, they are Super Bowl contenders. Real. The Green Bay Packers are real. As long as Aaron Rodgers can stay his ass out of trouble and continue to play, I think that they'll be one of those teams standing in the end. It's hard for me to bet against that bad man. I mean, look, I, it's been a turbulent week for him. I get it. Uh, that was self-inflicted in a lot of ways. But it doesn't take away from how incredible he is on the field. And that talent, and if they do get OBJ, wow. I say it's real, and to pick it up about Aaron Rodgers, even though I think it's wrong-headed, like he seems to have this – you see a lot of grievance politics nowadays from people who have no business with – they don't really have grievances, but they act all righteously indignant like they're so put upon. But that doesn't matter whether you agree with them or not. They can still use it as fuel. And Rodgers seems so put upon, like he's the aggrieved party. But if he really feels that way and he has a chip on his shoulder Scared. on this team, they just, the defense they just flashed, these, you know, what if they get OBJ? I think, they, I think they're real. I, at this moment, they're my Super Bowl pick. All right. Uh, what about the Chiefs? Real or not real? They are Super Bowl contenders. Yeah. Uh, not real. I don't think the Kansas City Chiefs are real. I think they are a team that's fighting for their lives on life support right now to win the division. But I don't think that they are a deep playoff contending team as we stand today because the defense is suspect. I mean, all they got to do is find source. And once they find him, it's a wrap. James, you take my turn since you're a diehard Kansas City fan. Is your team real or not? Be objective. Uh, What's that? I don't know what objective means. They're real? Of course they're real Super Bowl contenders. Lies, 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 and more lies. Know what? They are real Super Bowl contenders, and I'll tell you why. And as a Giants fan, Jay, you know this. Spagnola's defenses – Giants early in the season, no good. By the end of the year, with him as D coordinator, they're usually very good. Same thing with the Chiefs last several years. They get better and better. And I can't just throw out the last three years. I think the Chiefs are going to get hot. I think they're going to make a playoff run. I think they could win the Super Bowl this year. They're real. Well, we'll see that next game in Vegas. <laughs> what was that? All right. Uh, that was confusing. That was a tiny little the, dog. That's, yeah, was that a dog or a <laughs> chicken? Sort of, it sounded like a chicken crowing a like a bird? rooster. <laughs> they mixed each other. Yeah. Okay. Wow. All Take right. The, uh, so Super Bowl contenders, real or not real? The uh, Tennessee Titans. Not real. If, if Derrick Henry comes back into the fold at the end of the day, when they get into the playoffs, that is portable. You could travel that anywhere and be successful and win. But as it stands right now, I love Adrian Peterson, first battle Hall of Famer, but they're not real. I. Part of me, I mean, look. Derrick Henry, massive loss. Easy to say they're not real. But sometimes teams corral. Sometimes teams find ways to be motivated. They have just had four incredible wins in a row, including one without Derrick Henry. I'm just not going to skip over them. I think they have a chance to be real. Yeah, I'm going to say not real for, for the reason that they're real. Everybody's going to say no, that. No, no, no. For, the, for the very reason. They just won. They're so real. They just won a game that they sh- against a real good team on the road without Derrick Henry, which leads me to believe that if he were there, because he wasn't there, I now know that if he were there, they could win the Super Bowl. But he's not there, so I can't say that they're an actual Super Bowl threat without him. Although to be a, Could you imagine if yeah. Adrian Peterson... Is is on a Super Bowl winning team and and rushes oh, for a couple touchdowns. That would be good for him to be on the team and have an opportunity to play in the Super Bowl. Just all that he's given to the National Football League, but in the end, be it's amazing. Not I don't think it's going to happen either. Okay, uh, real or not real, Super Bowl contenders, uh, the Chargers are the Chargers Super Bowl contenders. No, not real. They got a great, fabulous young quarterback. 
They got some stud wide receivers and a young up-and-coming head coach and offensive play caller. But in the end, they they are ahead of the curve on where they should be as a team. I just don't think that they have enough to sustain long-term if they got into a deep run into the playoffs. Yeah, I think they're real several years from now. Uh, I, I think right now they're still at, kind of at the young pup stage. I still want to see a, a little bit more maturity built from the same. I'm not saying they can't. Their ceiling is high. I just don't know if they're ready to execute how high their ceiling is as of right now. I think you guys are probably right. So no, I know I'm right. So I'm going to go not real, but I don't know. It's kind of like when you say, like when I said earlier, we know what Pat, what, what Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes can do in the playoffs. We don't know about Kyler Murray. Not the same as saying he can't do it. So I don't, they're like maybe they're real, but they haven't proven it to me yet. But they might be. Are the Saints Super Bowl contenders real or not real? Their Super Bowl, as far as I'm concerned, went out the window with Jameis Winston. They're not not real in this situation. No Michael Thomas. I don't know that they'll get OBJ. I like Sean Payton. This is just a year where they got to just get better, try to make the playoffs, and hopefully that'll happen for them. But no, not a real Super Bowl contender. Not real. Their defense is a Super Bowl contender. Their offense just dropped far off, obviously, since all those losses. Um, who are we talking Saints. about? In this? Saints. Not real because of Jameis, exactly what, what Key said. Yeah. If they had Jameis... I would have to say real, but they don't, and so they're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rams, real or not real, they are Super Bowl contenders. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, real. Yes. Real all day. Do we need to even break that one down, Key? Yeah, Rams, Super Bowl contenders. Super Bowl yeah. contenders, yes. man. Yeah, that ain't, I'm, Next up. The Buccaneers, they are Super yes, Bowl contenders. Yes, Super Bowl contenders. Yes, yes. easy, move forward. Okay, jeez. This written, what's written up here? <laughs> Why'd you it? skip over the Colts? <laughs> The Seahawks, Super Bowl contenders. No, really not, not Super Bowl really. contenders. They're not. They're, 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 they're going to be some wholesale changes on that team when the season's over with. I don't think they'll muster up enough wins to make everybody in Seattle satisfied moving forward. I could see a lot of changes on the defensive side of the coaching staff as well as potentially on the offensive side. And I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't go well that Pete Carroll decides to take a break. Yeah, I think that defense has a long way to go. I'll, I'll say not real. I'm going to say not real as Super Bowl contenders. I will say real as a threat to make the playoffs. I do not think this season is over. Russell Wilson's coming back. Do not count Russell Wilson out. Super Bowl contenders, real or not real? The Pittsburgh Steelers, are they Super Bowl contenders? Not real. Not real. Nah, not real. Not real. (laughs) Not real at all. Playoff threat, not Super Bowl contenders. All right, one more. The Colts, real or not real? They are Super Bowl contenders. Not real for me. Not real. I don't think real. I just hard for me to bet on Carson Wentz. Although what I would say Uh. is if they win the division, they have something that is portable that they could travel with outside of the RCA Dome, if it's still called the RCA, Lucas Oil, one of them. RCA Dome was when I played. I think it's Lucas Oil, right? Lucas Oil. Um, And that's Jonathan Taylor. Anytime you can move that thing around, you got an opportunity, a chance, if they can win the division. Want to hear this one? You know what would make them real for me? Trade for Nick Foles to be your backup oh, quarterback. <laughs> I just need to see it. Oh, jeez. I right. need to see it. Real oh, or, I'd do anything. Real or not real is brought to you by Trico. <laughs> Trico has been the future of wipers since 1917, keeping you a step ahead of Mother Nature. Visit TricoCatsAndDogs.com. Mm, there it is. James running the show. Reading good job, the ad, James. Reading the scripts, the whole thing. I read that really good. Yeah. <laughs> What can we expect from Aaron Rodgers uh, if he's able, if he's even able to play versus the Seahawks on Sunday? There's 
someone on this show. Rhymes with uh, Jay Williams, who's actually had COVID before and can give you some insight into uh, what that may do, um, you know, in terms of the near future to Aaron Rodgers' ability to process information and play the game. We'll talk about that next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. That was an huh. ugly shot. I just missed at the waste paper basket. Huh. Uh, Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio Sirius XM Channel 80, your smart speakers, the podcast. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers missed last week's game versus the Chiefs because of COVID. Um, here's Packers reporter Rob Domofsky on if Green Bay is expecting to start Jordan Love at quarterback again this week, this time versus Seattle, who's expecting Russell Wilson back. Certainly the Packers don't want to have to see him again this year because that would mean something else happened to Rodgers. Uh, LaFleur said after the game, assuming that uh, Rodgers clears protocol this week, he will start against the Seahawks next Sunday. Now he will do so without any practice because he, the earliest he could be cleared is Saturday, but that is the way they're proceeding at this point. So if Rodgers does get, get the start Sunday versus the Seahawks, and keep in mind, it looked just like Dak was head. Oh, they're gonna, he's going to play. He's going to play. He's going to play. And then you heard from Dak. You're like, ooh, he might not play. He didn't. You heard from the Packers. Oh, yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. And then you hear from Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee. You go, mm, he doesn't know if he's going to be ready or not. Well, he'll be ready, <clears throat> but it's all about getting cleared. He'll be ready. What can, totally so you think ready. if Rodgers shows up, what, what can we expect from him? Same Rodgers. Nothing's going to change as far as his ability because the one thing is the game plan's a game plan. He can catch that on Zoom. All that is paper information. They're not change, They're not putting in new concepts. I mean, they, they, they'll call it differently. <clears throat> Basically, he's seen it all. It, it, that won't change at all. The only thing that'll change is the COVID situation. Like, I don't know, Jake can speak to what it does to you in terms of the fogginess and in, in the way your cardiovascular uh, endurance level would be. I mean, that's something that I haven't experienced. But it, as far as missing time, in practice for a week or two game, two weeks, that's nothing. What about that, Jay? What about what COVID does to you? You've had COVID. You've dealt with the after effects. What is it like? I just had fogginess for like a, a good month where I, there was, it was challenging for me to remember or retain a lot of information, especially in short burst. Like, so I, and from an endurance perspective, just working out, my wind didn't feel the same as it felt before I caught COVID. Now, 
I'm not training every single day like an elite athlete, even though I was one, you know, 10 plus years ago. Um, but I wonder about the mental acuity. How sharp will that be for Aaron Rodgers? That, that's something that I will be paying attention and to. And I think he, like, I, okay, in terms of what, what we can expect from Rodgers on Sunday, if he does clear protocols, I think of Cam Newton from last year. I know Cam is not Aaron Rodgers, especially recently. But he had been playing well. He'd flashed early with the with the Patriots. Yeah. He started playing so poorly after COVID that I speculated without knowing maybe he's dealing with the after effects because it was it was it was apparent he wasn't the same. And then later he said later in the season, <clears throat> I think I had a COVID fog. And that that may be the case. That's why I said I really can't speak to what it does to you. I've seen other athletes say that they wasn't feeling well when they came back off and got cleared to play. It just didn't. For whatever, I don't know what it does, slows you down, yeah. it, it messes up your, your mental capacity to retain information. All of a sudden, your equilibrium's off a little bit. I'm sure all of those things are apparent, but I would think, and I'm not a doctor, nor do I claim to be a doctor or a scientist, but I would think that it affects everybody differently. Yes. I mean, I've had friends that have COVID, and it's like, yeah. eh, nothing, man. It was oh, like, yeah. Well, I sneezed and I was done. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. you hear you about know? symptomless COVID all the time, yeah. and then you hear about people you know, not just who passed away from it, but who were but on have death's to go door. into yeah. intensive cares. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it affects everybody a little bit different. I, I think it just depends on how it affects his health. But as far as his ability to play, as long as he doesn't have any issues, I have no – I've missed time before. Well, I didn't practice the whole week, and it was a question on whether or not I would play. And as long as I did the walkthrough on Saturday, I was allowed to start. Yeah, I think under normal circumstances that wouldn't be an issue at all. You know, a guy that did deal with this too was Jason Tatum, and he talked about sometimes the more he ran when he was trying to come back because people were wondering, oh, how come you're not scoring the same clip? He was saying, well, the running combined with that equilibrium aspect key that you talked about was a challenge for me to find. It was a challenge for me to find that sweet spot. You know, I, it took him a while to find it. I once had, what was it? Not strep. It was, but I, I, I was sick with something, right? I'm talking about like, I'm going back. I would like I for you to know what that something I don't, was. I, I really don't remember <laughs> what it was. I, yes, I, no, no, no. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is it was Before something. Before you that, come touching me. It was something that required uh, antibiotics, okay. right? I think. and Because uh, I had an allergic reaction at, at first to penicillin. I remember that. And, but at any rate, when I, I was laid up for a couple weeks, when I finally got out, I was like, okay, I just want to walk around, right? Just want to walk around. But just even walking around, I felt when you when I breathed in, yeah, it man. felt a little different. Now that's not COVID. The reason I'm bringing it up is like you just laid up with some people get sick, the flu, strep throat, whatever it is, right? But you know, after you're sick, even with a common cold, you know, it drains you. you breathe in, it yeah. just feels a little yeah. different. Plus, it's, you're laying down for a like think about it. When's the last time you laid down? I, I laid down in a hotel room in Milwaukee for seven days straight. All I did was lay. I couldn't get. I couldn't just laid there. I'm well, laying you there. Fatigued or yeah, what I was mean, it? I had sweats. I had shivers. I had a fever. I finally broke like four or five days later, but I still always felt tired. Uh-huh. So seven days, right? So when you're used to training every single day, you used to get up out of bed, just even walking around. It just takes a second. I mean, you hear you hear about athletes who are in shape, not being in say basketball shape, right? Hey, they were in shape, but they weren't in game shape. Key, I imagine if a dude is off for a couple of weeks, especially if he's laid up, and Aaron Rodgers didn't look like he, you know, he was going through something heavy on the Pat McAfee show, but he did talk like you know he was he wasn't running around in his backyard yet and all that stuff. I imagine it's going to kind of affect you a little bit. Well, if you if you don't do something for two weeks, like you don't do anything, 
Yeah, you, you're going to be slow at catching back up to where you were. I'm assuming at some point before he steps on the field, he's going to do something. He's going to do something. And then on the he other hand. He probably got a whole gym and go down there, get on the treadmill, walk and run a little bit. I'm assuming he's going to do that. I'm assuming he's probably got a, 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 a net in the backyard he could just throw up against, little drop backs in his grass. I'm, sh- I'm sure he's doing something. And then on the other hand, he's facing a quarterback, if Russell Wilson's in, who also hasn't played for a long time, had an injury on his throwing his hand. is different, though, because his, his <clears throat> cardio and stuff, he can get on the treadmill, he can mm-hmm. run, he can walk, he can do the Stairmaster. I mean, he'll be fine. Yeah. You know, he, he'll be fine. But his timing... In terms of that stuff, like he hasn't played had game. Clearly, action, you what, haven't been weeks? watching Russell Wilson simulate the. Stop. The, <laughs> what you mean? He's been simulating the game plans in the pregame before the game. He's Getting such in a the nerd. Huddle. It's unreal. Such it's such a football He's, nerd. It's, it ain't I love even. It. Yeah, 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 he That's is. Out, man. Him, Tom Brady. Such like, there's a certain there's a certain oh, kind God. of football nerd. You that mean I love. to tell me you couldn't have did all that? Nobody in does a that. Facility? Yeah, stop. Man, please. And I like Russell Wilson. Stop it. It's nothing wrong with simulating on the field, real game experience. Sometimes if you don't, if you don't toot stop. your own horn, there's no music, Key. He and the, Russell Wilson going to get down in the knee, call the play, break, clap. <laughs> I was like, Russ. That's his process. As much yes. as I love you, you need to stop. When that, when that video came across the text chain, I said, oh, no, here, go. here Jay, we you, go. Jay, you ever show up early you know, shooting the ball early in the gym, whatever, so that someone would see you and start talking about it. Did you ever do anything or have a teammate that did something like that? Uh, you know what I'm saying? No. Like the same sort of thing where like some guys you get the feeling like, I wouldn't do that. See, no, I, no. My, my routine, I'm sure Jay routine was the, whatever the routine was. If I was hurt, I'm not, well, I didn't miss games, but if I had something bothering me that I needed to test it, then I'm going to go out there at the normal time and test it. So I'm not showing up five hours early when I know that I, they're working out the camera angle to see. But there are players I, who do that, right? Oh, I'm I, sure. I, I think it's a combination of Russ is very competitive, but at the same time, he wants you to see how competitive he is. Yeah, man, that's what I'm saying. Right? Like, see me work out. There, there, there's Jay, a flip side. I, I hear you. Look. As a real athlete, though, I showed up hours before games because I really wanted to give you 50. No part of your your brain. If I was hurt, I might be working out. No part of your brain ever or a teammate that you know of brain ever was like, oh, and they're going to see me too. I'm going to get credit for this one. No. No. Because there are players who do that. And there are also players who will pretend like but, they but, haven't practiced as though they're naturals, but really they put in the work I when no one was looking. That, I know players that would show up to that the was training me. room. Mm-hmm. See, I was a player that made you think that, you that were, I didn't do anything. working hard. Yeah, yeah, I was hanging out in the club. You had no idea what I was doing. See, I want I, you to believe that. Right. Because I'm going to bust your ass as soon as I get a chance. We know teammates that show up to the training room uh-huh. hours early. Like, oh, look at me. Look, I'm getting, I'm getting the training. I, I, I'm getting it. Look, I'm getting the stem. It's still not enough. You know, like, oh, yep. I used to love to dupe people like that, though. Yeah. Oh, tell them all day long. What you doing? Oh, man. I mean, I'm just chilling. in Hawaii yeah. chilling. Yeah. I ain't even doing nothing. Just chilling. And they out there. Meanwhile, they video camera they running the heels. I'm like, man, they I just don't want anyone three, to know about it. I did that at 3.30 in the morning, and I learned that from Marcus Allen. And how I learned it from Marcus Allen, trip this out, though. I was at school at Pacific Palisades High School and was going to class one day. And I was watching this big dude run up and down the bleachers. And then I realized, oh, that's Marcus Allen. And I learned from nobody was watching him at like 7 o'clock in the morning on a high school field. He was the only dude running the bleachers. And nobody knew he was working or doing nothing. 
Right. You know, and that's how I learned. I was like, sometimes I used to wake up at 3 and 4 in the morning and work out. And, like, my roommates and teammates stuff, like, think I was crazy. But that was you the way that I was. To see I don't it. need you knowing what I'm doing. That's what I'm Ain't saying. None of your damn There's business. There's a spectrum of personalities, even among the successful. Some see, of them don't like y'all want got it. laptops and stuff. Yeah, I don't have one. Not to say that y'all want people thinking y'all working, but me, I don't. I want people to think I'm not prepared. No, no, there That's are some people who are like that, and there are others, even though they're very prepared, who want you to know that yeah. they're very. Oh, of course. Yeah. I've been working with people. I told Jake they come in with a bag. They got all sorts Here of stuff. Here are my notes. Here's all of everything. Like, man, you ain't even using that. Who you fooling? Will Aaron Rodgers have a new target to throw to when he returns to the lineup? We've been talking about Rodgers. We'll talk about that next. It's Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, your smart speakers. You can download the podcast. Odell Beckham Jr. has cleared waivers. He can now sign with any team. We've been talking about the best fit. We've talked Packers, Chiefs. Patriots. Keyshawn brought up the Arizona Cardinals. I'm just sucking up to the Cardinals, Red Sea. Yeah, you are. We knew it. I I knew it. I knew it. I think our consensus has been the Packers are the best fit, all things considered, right? Good fit, best fit for a lot of things that he wants to accomplish. But the Arizona Cardinals, man, is an interesting – it's similar, very similar – the only difference is Aaron Rodgers has won a Super Bowl and won some games in the playoffs and won an MVP. Kyler Murray has yet to do that. But in terms of passing the football and stuff like that, Kyler Murray is doing it the best in the NFL, man. It's like yeah. handoffs. Yeah. You know, for a receiver, you know, I don't like all the scrambling around, but when he gets the time <laughs> in the pocket to deliver the football, that thing is like handing it off. It's like a basketball player pushing the ball in your chest so you can be able to pull and shoot, not putting it on your hip, not twisting you around, not bouncing it at your shoes. That's what you want. And he's being able to do it. He he is able to do it. And when you look at the offense, and we had David Pollock on earlier, college football analyst for us on, uh, on ESPN, he said that that is what the air raid is about, four and five wides. This is what Cliff Kingsbury wants to do. And they don't necessarily have the depth at the receiver position to do that all the time, you add him to the mix, you get that depth. Jay, Key brings up an analogy with basketball. And I really think, like, if you in basketball, I think the number one predictor whether a guy's going to hit a shot 
is not even how good a shooter it is. Is how did he get the ball? How much time was there? How much in rhythm did he have to reach? Like he said, not on his hip, on his knee, in position, all that. And in football, if I'm a receiver, you see Key, like he's, his eyes light up when he sees what he calls a handoff down the field. Mm-hmm. It's just perfect on his steps. That could be the deciding factor. If Kyler Murray can do that, Aaron Rodgers can do that. Mahomes usually can do that. Where's Rank the those best three. spot? Rank those three. Aaron Rodgers. I'd still go Rodgers. Let me tell you why I go I'm, Rodgers. I'm waiting for you to Kyler finish. Murray, <laughs> yeah. Patrick Mahomes this season. Yeah, I still go Rodgers. I still go Rodgers. This season, as far as quarterbacks, throwing throwing the ball exactly where you need it to be in order to make a Man, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now, though, that game against the Green Bay Packers, when Kyler Murray threw that junker on the right sideline, A.J. Green between the the two defenders on a frozen rope. Yeah, crazy. What's it, third in a million or fourth in a million? It was like third and 20. Third and 20-something. That was crazy. It looked like Aaron Rodgers. That was crazy. Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers, Kyler Murray, and then Patrick Mahomes this year because the way Patrick has been with the deep ball. He's been been off, man. I don't know. There's something about the way Mahomes plays, though. But see, y'all tripping, though, because I mess around. I'll take Patrick Mahomes out of that third spot and put Lamar Jackson in that third spot. Because he's been dropping it too now. He's been dropping it this year. And they could use a receiver on the Ravens. Need, I just also, need him to make a decision because I'm trying to be that. OBJ'd out already. Like, there's so many teams that he could be fit on. Yeah, OBJ, man, it's 10 o'clock. When you sign make a you know what someone Let's once, go. You know what someone once, Yeah, man. You know what someone once told me about, like, making fights in boxing? That picture the fight poster. That tells you what fight you want to make. Like, how hyped would you get? Now, do that with, with, with Odell. Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, OBJ, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. There's OBJ. something there's something about even though the Packers might be a better overall team, there's something about him going to the Chiefs where I'd be like, oh, oh, oh. Plus they're in need. It feels like yeah. it feels like they're in need because you're waiting for Patrick Mahomes to go next level. All, all I've heard today from both of you guys is when if they get hot. It's kind of like the Golden State Warriors. You, even though they're playing great now, you just always feel they could be down by 20. Like, man, it's fourth quarter, five minutes left. We better still play some damn defense because these dudes can come back in a hurry. No, they got a good team. There's nothing – I'm not saying that they can't get hot, but this is one of those years, and as James or uh, Kansas City Chiefs, Homer, I, I had an offline conversation with him, and, and I told him, I said, this might be a year that Kansas City – this is the beginning of the season. They might miss the playoffs. Well, here's the other thing, guys. Fair or not, if Odell does go, let's say, to the Packers, there's suddenly enormous pressure. I mean, there's always pressure, but both on him and Aaron Rodgers, right? Rodgers has been to the NFC Championship game two years in a row and has not been able to get over the hump either year. If he gets Odell, it's like, come on, Rodgers, you got to win one of these years. You got to get to the Super Bowl at least. It's been a long time. And Odell, on the other hand, it's like, okay, Odell, now you're on a team with other excellent receivers, with a great uh, quarterback. Like, there's pressure if Odell goes to the Packers. I love how you look at that way as an athlete. I'm like, get, I want that. Odell, no doubt. Odell goes and gets 50 for 665 and five monies, and they go to the, to the playoffs and just win the Super Bowl or whatever. Now it's, Odell changes. But if Odell goes to the Packers and he's – 25 catches for 230 and two touchdowns. It ain't that ain't didn't do anything. No, nah, he ain't doing nothing. Yeah, I, I I feel like he is he is for the Packers in particular. It's almost like it's not exactly the same. When Deion Sanders got to the Cowboys, it was like uh, 
All right. <laughs> well, when Prime got what there, what do you do now? But when Prime got there, that was to be able to shut down the San Francisco 49ers no and Jerry Rice. Yeah, of course. So it was like we taking your guy to come with us, so we weakening we run, the enemy yeah. and strengthening yourself. Yeah, yeah. But in, in but he gets a tremendous amount of credit, which he deserves, yeah. for taking it over the top. If Odell went to the Packers and they got into the Super Bowl, won the Super Bowl, he would get a lot of credit for that. Mm-hmm. But that's why I take. But that's why I uh, take satisfaction in the way that things have worked out worked out for me when I left the Jets to go to the Bucks because it was all about me getting to the Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl. And we got there, we won the Super Bowl. That's the satisfaction that you get when you leave one team to the next. You just don't go to the team for the money. It was like, I'm going to the team for the money, but I'm also going to show these people in New York I can go somewhere and win a championship and be a very important part of why we win the championship. Just like A.B., it erases everything. Erases You're all the negative stuff. You're a Super Bowl champion. I don't think that's happening this year with the Patriots. It's a rookie quarterback. I don't think that's happening this year with the Saints. They don't have a quarterback at the moment. Um, I don't think that's happening with Seattle, to tell you the truth. But they'd have a shot. But I look at the Rams, the Cardinals, the Packers. Check, check, check. The Chiefs, even though they're scuffling now. Check. Oof. Was Something's about to happen. Like, we're going to find out soon. Maybe during Greeny's show, which is coming right up here on ESPN Radio. Maybe before tomorrow when we'll see you in the morning at Maybe 6 a.m. Maybe on this Justin 2 p.m. at ES on ESPN. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.